Would you say you are enjoying teaching every day? Are you your truest self in the classroom or are you more concerned with behavior management and effectively finding yourself being more of a micromanager or a drill sergeant that you barely recognize yourself anymore? Well, if you're finding that you're not enjoying teaching as much these days and want to know how you can relax and have more fun in the classroom, this episode is for you. Before we jump into today's episode, welcome to the Teach On Teach Wrong podcast. I'm Katie, a teacher from London, and I've been teaching for over a decade now and created this podcast just last year as a way of helping my fellow teachers so that we can just improve our mindset, our attitude and well-being, really, to ensure that we can be the best teachers we can be. I put out episodes twice a week for you every Sunday and Wednesday. If you're not already subscribed, please make sure that you do and you'll be notified every time I put out a new episode for you. Alright, so today's episode, I'm going to be answering one of your questions and it's a good one. And when I read this question, I was nodding along emphatically as I could completely relate to what she was saying. The question was from Hayley and her question reads... I'm a pretty easygoing person by nature, but I've noticed that I've become more and more micromanaging, controlling, and stressed out about behaving in the classroom. I notice myself begin to feel that if I don't have everyone 100% on task and following rules the whole time, I get stressed. I've become more of a behavior policewoman slash control freak, and I know it's not good for me or the classroom, but I almost feel that if I ease up, I'll be taken advantage of or be seen as ineffective if an administrator comes in. I know part of this is because of our evaluation system, but also part of it is my mindset. I'd like to find a way to chill out in the classroom, be more myself while still maintaining control. I'd appreciate any advice you have. Thank you again for your podcast. All right, what a great question. And I think it's something that many of us can relate to. So to give you some context into my background, if you aren't already familiar with it, I do reveal all in episode one, uh, but just to give you a general gist, The beginning of my career began in a very challenging London school, whereby, really, if I wasn't policing the room and controlling behaviour, I would legitimately be concerned over the safety of others in the room. It was incredibly stressful. In fact, controlling their behaviour had to take precedence over any kind of learning. If they weren't listening, they couldn't learn anyway. So I completely understand how Hayley's feeling and how stressful that is for you to deal with. But if I compare myself now to how I was 10 years ago, I am a different kind of teacher. I am still strict with behavior management when I have to be, but I am generally a lot more relaxed overall. And sometimes I I catch myself looking at how stressful other people get about certain things. And I just, I just, it just doesn't bother me. Like for example, in schools in England, generally we have uniforms. So students will have to wear uniform. And I'm just hearing people around me getting so stressed out about this person's uniform. This girl's skirt is too short. This boy's tie is not quite done up to the top button. And this shirt's hanging out just a slightly bit. And they get really angry about it. And it's not that I don't care. But it just, it doesn't bother me quite as much as I think it bothers everyone else. Like, I will address it and I'll deal with it. And I'll say, okay, tuck your shirt in. But it's not something that I get stressed and controlling about really and it's funny that I had a very similar conversation with a couple of 13 year old girls just last week they were saying their goodbyes to me for the summer and being very sweet saying you know miss (laughs) 
you're strict when you need to be, but you're nice as well and we can have a laugh with you. And I thought that was perfectly said as that's really the motto that I try and teach by. So the first thing I want you to consider, Hayley, is what kind of school are you in? As that will undoubtedly make a difference in how you manage your classroom. I know in your email you said you're starting a new school, so it gives you a fresh start. So I would take some time to feel out the environment and the ethos just to give you an idea of how hard you need to go. Because obviously we need to control behaviour, but we don't want it to be so micromanaging that we're not enjoying it and the students are not enjoying it. So my first school, I think I, I really was a policewoman. I used to say that to the students as well. I really just feel like a police officer slash bodyguard, all this, because I had to be. If I turned my back for a second, I'd be terrified a fight would break out or someone would have snuck out the room. So obviously control had to be high in an environment like that. It just did. In my current school, however, uh, they're nowhere near as bad and so I am a bit more relaxed. But as I explained to my students, my level of control with them is based on their behaviour. And I do actually explain that to them. And I say, look, the better you behave, the more freedom you'll get. Obviously, if you can't follow simple instructions and listen when I'm speaking, then no, you're not going to have the privileges that you want. So that's the first thing. Recognize that control is adjustable and let the students know that their behavior will affect how you teach them. A bonus point I want to add here is to try and build relationships outside of the classroom where you are not expected to be a drill sergeant. So in my first school, as I said, I had to have high control. So I felt sometimes that I wasn't able to be my happy-go-lucky self very much. But in a school like that, it's important for students to get to know you before they respect you. Hello, catch 22. What am I supposed to do? (laughs) So what I found that worked well was speaking with them outside the strict classroom setting, like out on the playground, shooting a few hoops with them. Yes, I did, in my heels. (laughs) Or, you know, when you're out on school trips, so just so they can see my personality and get to know me more. And that interaction made a significant difference when it came to behavior management in the classroom because they knew me better because they saw me outside of that environment and they were much more receptive to me in the classroom. So, yes, I just wanted to throw that in there as a bonus because... We can't really bond when we're always having to be the bad guy. So try and get yourself in situations where you won't lose face if you're not the one taking control of a situation. You're just getting to know them. Another reason why I was really keen to answer this question was because I am actually at the other side now, as I said earlier, where I am more relaxed. But I have been there, so I know how you feel. But I do find myself feeling like others are judging me at times. I'll be honest. So if, you know, the class do a loud cheer because we do something fun, I I do think, oh my God, they're really noisy. What are people going to think when they walk past my room? But that's just something I'm trying to get over because ultimately I know my students are learning and that is my bottom line. That's really all that matters. But there are times I, I do look around my classroom and there may be some off-topic conversation that I spot. Some people freak out about that. And they'll demand they get back on topic and how dare you talk about something that is not about your learning. But I have a different style on things now. My view is, look, if these kids are clearly working and this minor off-topic conversation is not affecting their focus and learning, then what harm is that little off-topic chat? I might give them a few minutes and then gently walk over and be like, okay, let's get back on topic now. And, And that's 
it doesn't need to be aggressive and you don't need to freak out I suppose if you hear some off-topic chat it's okay it's fine just let them get out of their system they're kids I mean they're in school for a long period of time and they are being inundated with loads of new facts and information most of which they'll probably forget by tomorrow I mean I don't even know what we're expecting from these kids here <laughs> if anything giving them some breathing space and a few minutes of just mental space allows for a bit of respite in the day and gives their brains a chance to reflect on what they've learned and can actually be a handy recall trigger in the future you know there have been times where I've asked students to recall something from a previous lesson and at first they might not have been able to remember but if I trigger their memory by saying come on think back to last lesson you learned this while you were talking about how nice Amy's earrings were remember and that actually triggers a memory for them so ha take that judgy people so you're right it is a mindset shift that we just need to adopt and you can use these things to your advantage it doesn't have to be a negative thing you know they're kids we all want our students to learn but we want them to have fun and be themselves they're children they're developing their personalities and i personally don't want to stifle that out of them i don't want a classroom full of robots i want to see character I want to see personality. That's the thing that's that I love about my job, that I get to engage with all these different people every day and see these different little personalities and these quirks. I want my classroom to be a safe space where they can do that, where they can be who they are and learn at the same time. And similarly, an important point Hayley mentioned in her question as well was wanting to be more herself too, which is so important. Just as much as we want our students to be themselves, we want to be able to be ourselves too. And we're not enjoying ourselves if we're not being true to who we are. And if we're not naturally very strict, you know, drill sergeanty kind of people, and we are a bit more laid back in life, we'll never really enjoy anywhere that's suppressing who we are. So I say, it's fine, loosen the reins a bit and start showing your fun personality in class. You should be enjoying teaching as much as students should be enjoying learning. Otherwise, you know, what are we doing this for? Why don't you just get a robot at the front of the class and do the teaching for us. The whole point is it's meant to be people on people engaging and developing together, right? In fact, as I was answering this question, a film came to mind here actually that depicts this same thing perfectly. Have you ever seen Daddy Daycare with Eddie Murphy? If you haven't or you need reminding, the basic premise is there's just one daycare centre in this whole town that they live and it charges an absolute fortune and is incredibly strict. You've got these little preschoolers in uniform sitting at individual desks being glared at by the scary actress that plays the Grand High Witch from the film Witches. <laughs> so anyway, Eddie Murphy and his friend decide to open up their own daddy daycare centre and all right, so it's wild and out of control and they stuff the kids with sweets, sugar at first as they don't know what they're doing and don't realise the implications of such disasters. But eventually they find their own style and they maintain control in a reasonable way. But the difference is the kids have fun at their daycare and are able to be themselves and express themselves freely. The daddies put their own personality into the daycare, they dressed up, they played fun games and in the end, all the kids wanted to go there instead. I realise I've just ruined the whole movie for you, but if you haven't seen it, I suggest you do anyway, as it summarises so beautifully what we're talking about here. Your classroom should be a safe space for both you 
and your students to feel secure and able to be themselves and have fun while they're learning together. I think we really have to get over what society and admin and other people think of us. If you're getting results and students are learning and they're not hurting one another, no one can dispute anything. So be that class where other kids want to go. Be that class where the parents want their kids to be. You know, sometimes admin, they're understanding and you know what, sometimes they're not. So I wouldn't focus on pleasing them too much. (laughs) It is about you and your kids. And at the end of the day, my rule of thumb is if it's not disrupting anyone's safety or learning, let it go. All right. So I hope that's answered your question, Hayley. Thank you for writing in. I will send you a personal email as well. And if you want, we can chat more about your new school and possible approaches you can take to get up on the right foot. That being said, if you have a question that you would like me to answer on this podcast, then you can reach me at kt8teachersresourceforce.com and I will answer your question on an upcoming episode. I hope you found this helpful. If you are finding value in this podcast, please just take one simple action step to get involved in our community and help spread this message of positivity uh, to other teachers. So you could either subscribe to the podcast, write a review, share this podcast with a friend, or email me any questions or comments that you have as well. Also, if you're keeping up with my personal life, I am officially on summer break now. Hallelujah. That means... Hooray! One, I can sleep. Yes. Two, I can finally design the Facebook group for our Teach on Teach Strong community. I am so excited about this. I have been thinking about this for months and I've designed it all in my head. I've been thinking about what kind of things I want us to discuss and talk about and what kind of environment I want it to be. So if you are interested in joining this Facebook group, which is just going to be focusing on positive mindset for teachers and talking about these episodes then drop me an email at katieteachersresourceforce.com so I can add you as soon as we launch and I'll email you with more information and stuff about that. I think it's going to be such a helpful community to be part of and it's going to be amazing just to bring you all together in one place. Okay, so let's sum up today's message before I sign out. Teaching is meant to be fun, you know, and so is learning. Yes, behaviour management is an incredibly important tool as without it, no learning would take place. Don't get me wrong, but don't let that take the fun out of your job. So if you're finding that you're not enjoying it anymore and you're getting stressed out, trying to control everyone and everything, try and just stop and ask yourself before you get your stressed, just stop and ask, okay, is this behavior currently putting anyone in danger or preventing others from learning? If it is, deal with it. I mean, we don't have to get angry about it, but if it isn't, if it isn't doing any harm to anyone then let it go. Just let it go. I'm not saying you have to ignore it because we do have to deal with issues when we see them, but we don't need to get stressed about it. You don't need to worry. Don't worry about anyone is judging you. Don't worry about pleasing everyone else. As long as you and your class are happy and they're learning and they're free to be themselves, then you are killing it. No one wants a classroom of robots. You know, we are trying to nurture lots of growing personalities and independent thinkers every day. And that's what the world needs more of. We don't need machines. We need individuals. So remember, if it's not disrupting anyone's safety or learning, you don't need to get stressed about it. You can just let it go. All right. So teach on, teach strong and have 
fun too. And I'll catch you next time. Bye.